Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming Chinese equine market, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Wen Li from Shanghai and Beijing, introducing China to the world. Good morning, Zoe. How are you doing? I'm good, and you? Great. It's summertime. It's getting very hot everywhere in China, except for Xinjiang and Inner Mongolia. That's why many Chinese go to these two regions every year in summer, especially in July and August for vacation. Since 2022, we observe an increasing interest of Chinese tourists in horseback riding when they visit these regions in summer. This year, the same phenomenon is happening again, making horse riding even more popular and known by a larger audience. Speaking of increasing awareness, Hong Kong Jockey Club has recently made another move to reinforce the promotion of equestrian sport in mainland China. Let's read into it in today's China News. The Hong Kong Jockey Club has officially appointed Chinese equestrian eventing rider Alex Huatian as the mainland equestrian ambassador. Both parties are taking this opportunity to continuously support the development of mainland Chinese equestrian industry. In a press conference held in Hong Kong Jockey Club Beijing Clubhouse on the 14th June, Alex also announced his project in collaboration with the Shanghai Sport Bureau titled Hua Tian, Two Hearts Together. Alex has just qualified for Paris 2024 eventing with his teammates. He is currently preparing for the upcoming Hangzhou Asian Games, which have been postponed one year due to COVID. Alex is without doubt one of the leading riders in China. Beyond his athletic performance, his education background and charming personality are also very much appreciated. Many young riders in China are influenced and inspired by Alex Huatian. Some of them may be riding in today's China Club, Beijing Haidian Foreign Language Experimental School Equestrian Club. Beijing Haidian Foreign Language Experimental School is a foreign boarding private school approved by the Haidian District Government of Beijing. The school was established in 1999. It has kindergarten, elementary, secondary, and senior high school sections, providing education for students from three to 18 years old. There are more than 5,000 primary and secondary school students and more than 1,000 faculty members. It is the largest boarding school in Beijing in terms of student population and campus size. It also has earned the greatest number of achievements for any boarding school in Beijing. The school is known by educating their students with various sports activities, including ski, fencing, and equestrian sport. In two campuses in Beijing and Zhangjiakou, the school has built two equestrian clubs in or near to the campus to facilitate their student riders. In 2022, the school set up a special program named the Chinese and English Bilingual Equestrian Flying Program. Students who enrolled in this program will have more time and opportunities to ride and practice. They may have up to two-hour riding and equestrian theory study per day. An equestrian summer camp is organized this year in the UK, during which students can have an immersive experience in horse stable and improve their riding skills. Most of the students from this school have set their goal to study abroad after high school. That's why students and parents are willing to spend more time and investment in sport activities, especially in some elite sports such as horse riding. Well, let's move on to China Story section today. Hello, Secret. 
How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing very well. Thanks for the invitation to your podcast. Welcome. You're the most welcome. And、uh, thank you for making time to join our show today. So,、uh, Secret, first of all, tell us what brought you to China and what was the story? You, you know, my, my story with China is a really long one because、uh, ever since I was a small girl, I was really fascinated by China. For, for no particular reason, I was growing up in the Austrian countryside. And I still remember when I was about six years old, the first Chinese restaurant opened in, in the next bigger town. Every Sunday after church, I tried to convince my parents to go to the Chinese restaurant instead of the Austrian restaurant. <laughs>、uh, since 2015, I'm a permanent resident of Shanghai. Since、uh, Shanghai, big step. Big step.、Yes. Yeah. So lots of people always ask me, when will you come back to your home country? When are you going back? And、uh, my honest answer is, I do not know because、uh, there's so much opportunity in China, so many things and people and places to discover, and I most like to discover them on horseback, of course. <laughs> nice. You you live in China. You have the connection with China. So how did you discover? Uh, the Chinese equestrian sport and market. Uh, when you are here, um, I have been horseback riding since I was a teenager. It's a very popular sport in my home country in Austria、yeah. for especially teenage girls. And um, in in my education, my university years, and so on, also later, I moved from one country to to the other a lot. So I tried horseback riding in many different countries. I always was very fascinated to see the difference in, like, riding styles, also horse breeds,、uh, the whole horseback culture, how it changes from one country to the next. And when I moved to Shanghai, I never thought that it's possible or even affordable to to ride in Shanghai. So I was very lucky to discover really early a small stable in Shanghai's area of Lingang,、mm-hmm. where、uh, I started riding. They were more specialized on on Riding outside, and that is also where I bought my first horse. So, first horse in my life was bought in China, in Shanghai, and it was、uh, an Ilima,、mm-hmm. so a, a Chinese breed.、Um, mm-hmm. uh, some people said、um, he looks more like a donkey than a horse, but no, he's <laughs> the best horse on earth. <laughs> his 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 name is Ferdinand, which is a a small German wordplay, and I have to say, Ferdinand has been the My my greatest teacher in horseback riding so far, because it was for me the first chance to train a horse all by myself the way I want, and I I had no experience in training horses, so he was extremely temperamental in the beginning. I had no idea what I had bought really, and on the first ride he took off with me, and I was just hanging on to my life. After about two kilometers, he finally I managed to calm him down, and he stopped. And now seven years later, he's one of of the horses that we are using for our beginner classes. So I was I was really training him by instinct,、um, listening to my gut feeling, and、uh, with lots of patience and repetitions. That was、uh, like my main instruments. Also non-violence. So I I rather work with encouragement and rewarding work when 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 he's behaving well, doing what I want. I give him a carrot, a pet, or, or stroke his back,、uh, say some nice words to him. But、um, when I then got into horseback riding in China, I also started to ride here again in, in many different places. For instance,、uh, Inner Mongolia, in Xinjiang Province, in Qinghai, in Yunnan, and so on. And I 
was so fascinated by the rich horseback culture that this country has to offer. And um, for me, those, those trail rides, usually I went on trail rides for several days with camping in the wild, um, meeting with local people. And so it was a really, and it still is a, a unique way to discover the beautiful landscapes that China has to offer and mm-hmm. to meet all those really warm-hearted people with uh, who I share a passion. Yeah. So you bought your first horse in China and you discovered the country on the horseback. And from my understanding, you also have a daily job in China. And on the on the site, you develop your equation or horse riding activities. You move your horse riding activities to another level. You create a community or company named City Cowboys. Tell us more about City Cowboys, why you want to create it, and what are the uh, activities for City Cowboys? Um, as I said, um, I was doing those trail rides all over China, and um, I met those really great people there, often local people. They were fantastic riders, uh, living on the horseback since, since uh, their small child and so on. Um, so really great talents. However, for, for, for the groups that were coming with them, I often felt they have no real understanding of how to teach a beginner and how to, to treat the beginner on the horse. I personally, since I, I was a good rider, I always felt safe, but I, I witnessed a lot of accidents uh, in, in those trails. And um, I wanted to show this, this great experience, the landscapes, the, peop- uh, the people, also the, the community with the horses to my friends. But... Not many of uh, my friends are actually experienced riders, so I always felt it's too dangerous to take them with me. So mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, I started by myself to uh, teach my, my friends in, in Shanghai on a small scale, um, together with my horse and with other horses there. But I, because of my day job, um, uh, which I also really like, I simply didn't have enough time. So it was always uh, every now and then on the weekend, and um, I couldn't really live, live out the this passion that I'm now doing in City Cowboys. And then um, I met uh, my boyfriend, uh, Chinese guy, his name is Ding Dayong. Uh, and I think maybe in, in, in the horse community here in China, a lot uh, of people actually know him as uh, Yongge because he was re- running a very famous uh, stable in Beijing uh, called uh, Junyin Mafan. Mm-hmm. So he he moved to, to Shanghai for me and together we were thinking about um, our future. So since riding horses are both our passion, we decided uh, to start City Cowboys together. He is our chief trainer for the horses as well as for the riders. And I'm mostly contributing the, the vision and, and the passion to the whole project. So um, he, he's my, my great support to, to get this dream of mine really going. Um, without him, it wouldn't be possible. Wow, so City Cowboy is not only a passion, it's also a love story. It is, it is. And <laughs> in August this year, so I'm, I'm personally not actively riding at the moment, because in August this year we're expecting our first uh, little cowboy. Um, we are going to have a, a little son. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, cool. So what what does the City Cow- Cowboys do? Um, in Shanghai or in over uh, across the country, what are the activities you organize? Uh, horseback travels, uh, experience. How is organized, and 
why City Cowboy is uh, popular for Chinese co- uh, community? So um, the idea of City Cowboys is to uh, offer uh, an, an escape from the big city life. Uh, in, in, but in close proximity to, to Shanghai. Um, we are usually offering, especially on the weekends, we are offering one day trail rides. Um, we are, we are not inside the stable. We are not doing show jumping or dressage or some such kind of things. We, we have the facilities and the training to do that. Um, so if somebody wants that, we can offer that as well. But our specialty is really, um, doing the, basically the Mongolian trail experience, but on a, on a small scale close to Shanghai. So you can go there in a day and, and have it all, including the barbecue in the evening and a little bit of baijiu if you want. So <laughs> that's that. Um, we want really to our people to connect to nature, to be one with the horse. And I have to say for me personally, also with my desk job uh, that I have Monday to Friday, um, this, whole experience of, of running city cowboys it felt to me never like a, like a second job that i have but always more of an uh, an escape because it's it, for me horseback riding is like meditation i have to focus on what i'm doing i have to focus on how the horse behaves we have to communicate well together in a beautiful environment and um so i i i I aim to give the same experience also to, to our clients. Why is it working well in, in China? I think a lot of people need that escape because uh, city life is so stressful and um, we really need to get out there and, and just move our thoughts away from all the, the worries and concerns that we have in our daily life to have a day of, of bliss and feeling one with the worst. Yeah, so you think that um, this concept is very adapted and adopted by Chinese because they have the needs and there's a chain of uh, out of box activities. Do you see the chain is uh, raising now in China in the recent years, maybe? Um, I think especially with the COVID years where we had to spend so much time indoors, um, there is such a big drive to, to on the one hand, to discover uh, ourselves and, but also to discover nature again. So I'm, I feel there's really a rising trend. Also, um, on, on my own trips in China, I've seen especially young women, um, are often very eager to, to join those trips. Um, young Chinese women, they're extremely adventurous. They have good careers. They have a little bit of disposable money and, um, uh, they, they are the ones who are joining those trips because in the, in the beginning, I thought it, it will be mainly men, mm-hmm. um, who, who adhere to this cowboy kind of, uh, feeling, but actually young women are by far our, our biggest client group. And I'm very happy because there's such exciting people with so many stories to tell. In general, I would say in, in China, there is a big trend towards, um, horseback leisure. I also saw that uh, even the Chinese government in 2022 uh, published its first five-year plan on mm-hmm. the horseback or equestrian profession, uh, where it is uh, lobbying for, on the one hand, professionalization, which uh, City Cowboys is trying to offer, but also, on the other hand, emphasizing uh, honoring the, the thousand years old horseback tradition in China in, in terms of culture, which we also try to do a lot. So it's about the lifestyle, about, um, revitalizing old horse breeds and so on. And that is also one of the core concepts at City Cowboys. Um, because 
it was in the end founded to give more people the possibility to discover these ways of life. And also, I'm very proud of my little horse herd. We have uh, by now 10 horses. Um, and um, mm-hmm. I, I have in there a, a small collection of Chinese breeds. Cool, nice. <laughs> Is there any a question, philosophy uh, or practice you want to introduce to China? I really want to create a stable that lives up to to ideals that I have personally also in my life and especially when riding. Um, I explained earlier when I, when I trained my horse Ferdinand, I relied much on my, my gut feeling, but it was um, always clear that it's this approach of patience and non-violence. And I, I see that in Western countries, uh, many of, of the things that I mm-hmm. did by myself are, are very common practices uh, that are coming from Western riding, but now entered basically all disciplines. So even show horses and so on are now trained this way. Um, those are the, the principles that are coming from natural horsemanship, and it's sub-schools uh, because it's it's a bit of a religion, religion if you want the whole natural horsemanship community. There's also this fairly new concept of liberty work, um, which goes into the same direction and is often done as, as, as groundwork. And the main principle here is really no force, no pressure to the horse, but patience and encouragement when, when it does something well, so that the horse doesn't fear you and therefore does what you want from it but it respects the rider as the leader. And um, mm-hmm. this way of treating the horse gives the horse confidence to also um, try out new things. It trusts you and therefore it will do what you ask of it and it will even do so with a happy spirit. Um, that is very important. The other aspect of it is also that you learn uh, communication in basically horse language, which is a lot of body language signs mm-hmm. that you're using. I often feel that in, in China, horses are still treated with too much brutality. So basically, if the horse doesn't do what I want it to do, I beat it until it does. This is the in, in traditional horseback communities, but also in, in modern stables. I, I often have the feeling the horses here, they need to function like robots. But in the end, they're living beings. They have feelings, moods. They have uh, all of the horses have special talents. So I think this needs to be taken in, into account. And when we are training our horses, we're doing this. So I'm very happy that my boyfriend also adopted this uh, this uh, philosophy of mine. One important point I need to highlight: I draw the line where safety is concerned. So if I see that one of our horses is acting up with our clients all of a sudden, then we usually uh, we, we take the horse aside and we train it one-on-one again. Um, we are not giving it to clients, but we make sure that it feels safe again, it has confidence again, and it's again following uh, what, what we want it to do. Yeah. So safety for us is a, a huge concern at uh, City Cowboys. Um, because we also want the riders to, to feel safe so that they have the confidence to stretch the limits, but in a, in a controlled way just to gain the experience. So for me also, when riders come to my stable, the safety equipment is a, is, is a must have. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody's let on a, on a horse without a, a helmet and so on. Um, here also, I, I feel that often stables in China are a little bit too lax about safety precautions. And community is, is actually a good keyword. Um, you already said it earlier. We we also do not just want to to have the riders give us give give me your money and then get on the horse. We take a couple of pictures and then you go away. But the experience that we are trying to create is really 
uh, at least the half day experience, maybe uh, preferably a full day experience, but people then can also hang out together, meet like-minded people, um, make new friends, and um, and then in the evening still sit together, have a barbecue, uh, and just enjoy life together in, in a mini escape from daily life. Wow, cool. It's a very bonding community that you are uh, animating as the Cowboys. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you so much for the insightful sharing. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak here. Very interesting talk. Yes. Well, we have another big announcement to make today. After 44 episodes, we are taking the season 3 of China Horse Business Podcast to the end. It was a very good year of transition from deep COVID time to the reopening of the borders of the country. We are glad to keep our listeners company and keep them informed throughout the process. We are also very grateful for every one of you who listened to the podcast, left us comments and wrote to us. Up to today, China Horse Business Podcast is a podcast containing 130 episodes in three seasons. The first episode was released in August 2019. It has been podcasting for four years now. We are so proud of it. Thank you for all interviewees, guest hosts, especially my co-host Jojo and Wen. Thank you, Zoe, for inviting me to join the podcast. I had so much fun of it. Same here. This system program, China Horse Business Live, has also come to an end yesterday with its 23rd edition. New format of bridging international stakeholders and Chinese equation market is under discussion. If you want to keep close checked on our upcoming program, please subscribe to our newsletters on our website, www.wonder-horse.com. Well, the webinar finished its mission in this time and waiting to be upgraded. This podcast may be extended into full season later this year. Do you want to continue to listen to the podcast? Are you happy with the information we brought you in this program? Please leave us a message and comments on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you are using. If you want us to keep it going, please write to us at contact at wonder-host.com as well. Your support is the biggest motivation for us to produce this podcast every week. Time to say goodbye for now, not for long. Hopefully we will come back again after a short summer break. Have a nice summer, everyone. Take care. This podcast is co-hosted by Zoe King and Wen Li, powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equestrian community in China.